you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Worst First. I am here with Dr. Kian Vu. Am I saying it right? You're saying it perfectly. Oh, my God. Yay. I always get so worried. I'm like, I fucked this name up. I'm embarrassed. But yeah, so Dr. Kian Vu is here, and I'm so grateful to have you here. It's so good to be here. You have, here, hold your mic as close as you can so we can get you. I love the fact that you could just turn it on, though. You just hit the on (laughs) button and boom. My whole life when I'm in bed with my husband, he's like, I love how you can just turn it on. It's just so fake. I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you for coming all the way to my, my little, my little hodgepodge studio that I've had to put together, obviously since COVID halfway wallpaper done, we've been through a move. It's been crazy. Um, but I'm actually so glad, um, your publicist had reached out to me and told me a little bit about you. And when I went on your page, I read that you're a longevity doctor. Yeah. So what does that mean? I wasn't trained in longevity to begin with. In fact, I was actually an interventional radiologist. Long word, right? So what does that mean? Well, radiology is when you go to the hospital, the x-rays, the CT scans, the MRIs, that's all radiology or medical imaging. An interventional radiologist uses that imaging to do minimally invasive surgeries. So I was a doctor that used all these fancy technologies to do surgery in the body. Um, but about five years ago, I find myself chasing success and wanted to be like the top dog interventional radiologist that was out there. But I find myself in my dream car, dream home, thought I had the woman in my life that I was going to marry. But underneath my white coat, I was overweight. I was diabetic. I was hypertensive. I was on several prescription medications. Yes, as a doctor. Oh my God, you were overweight? Yeah. I looked in the mirror and said, you know what? I don't like the man that I've become. 
you know, here, here I am giving medical advice. And so, so many of my colleagues are this way because in medical school, in MD medical school, we didn't really learn to be healthy. In fact, we learned and we lived the lifestyle of everything that actually ends up producing disease. And it was how I reversed all those things. It looked at my life, looked at sleep, nutrition, exercise, looked into, you know, I, I want to get, get into my immigrant story. I came over on a boat as a, as a kid, as an immigrant and had, you know, the story of just not feeling like I, I, I belonged or I, I was enough. And carrying that feeling for such a long period of time, that actually signals your body that you are in a stress or danger state. And that raises inflammation, it decreases your immunity, and it puts you prone to get chronic disease. So I got chronic disease about five years ago. And it was that journey of reversing all those things and then doing an anti-aging and longevity fellowship that I'm now in performance and longevity medicine. That's incredible. So when we say that you were heavy... Yeah. How big were are we talking? I was about maybe like 40 pounds more than I was. 40 now. pounds. Yeah, I'm 5'6", and I was like 190 at my heaviest. Wow. Yeah. And so and you were saying, because being a doctor, I mean, you're up all hours, you're up, you're working, you're overworking, you're drinking tons of caffeine, you don't get to exercise a lot because you're, so, you're at work all so long, you're tired after work, right? So how did you switch from being, you know, I have to work these long hours? How did you incorporate, like, I'm going to drink only this amount of coffee, I'm going to eat this, I'm going to exercise? Like, how did you get that energy? Because I feel like I don't get the energy. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm like, if I have a long, stressful day, there's yeah. no way I'm going to be able to exercise. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right. So how did you incorporate it? Well, it was, it was step, little step by little step. Initially, it was just looking in front of the mirror and say, dude, you are a fat fuck and you're a doctor. Dead, me every day to myself. <laughs> and, I can't. And I just told myself, I'm not living a life that's congruent with me. Uh-huh. You know, I, I am normally a pretty joyous guy, but I found myself chasing money and just chasing like the next contract and getting more patients in that I was just not feeling that true joy. And I took a look in the mirror and I said, things just need to change. And in fact, I was basically the head of interventional radiology in my hospital and I left that full-time job. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do stuff part-time now and I'm really just going to work on myself. And it started off with just sleeping a little bit better. I used to down like six cups of coffees every morning with like 10 pumps of international delight. That's tons of sugar. Uh, the food in the hospital is junk. So once I just became a little bit more conscious of that, I started to notice like my body shift. Okay, then I started to work out some more. I go and I work out with a famous celebrity trainer, Eric the trainer out, out in Hollywood. Uh-huh. He got me looking like this. Great. And I just started to feel better. Then it was doing deeper and deeper work. I'm also a ketamine shaman. Oh my God, ketamine. Okay, so we're going to talk all about that too because <laughs> everyone, I, I have a really bad panic disorder, but I finally have sort of gotten it under mm. control. Yeah. And I think mine is from like, I have really bad, ADHD and I was on Adderall for years mm-hmm. and I actually did really well on Adderall mm-hmm. and I wasn't like, you know, I, I wasn't hyper on it. I was calm on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made my heart develop a heart murmur because it's obviously like, it's, know, it's, it's a very big stimulant. It's so, a big stimulant. Yeah. So it's so bad for you. And so I got off of the Adderall and I've been trying to manage my ADHD on my own, but it's like weird that a lot of people don't realize that panic and anxiety can be a side effect of unmanaged ADHD. And so I have all this kind of like mm. frantic energy and I always try to like manage it naturally. And people have told me about ketamine treatment for yeah. depression and whatnot. Yeah. I'm not really depressed as much as I have the panic disorder, yeah. but I want to hear about that. I just, okay. There's, there's so many things we're, we're bringing up so many things. I, I, first I want to hear about like, okay, you're, you're saying now you're on like a healthy lifestyle program. Mm-hmm. So for you, so when you get up in the morning, like what's breakfast? 
What's breakfast? I actually don't eat breakfast. So you do intermittent fasting. I do intermittent fasting. That's a good thing I we, hear about. We, we normally, I mean, our ancestors actually didn't eat all, all the time. There were times that there were famine and there was like no beasts around and you actually had to starve for a little bit. And our bodies are normally trained to do that, store a little bit of fat and then use it when there's no food around. But now there is a liquor store on every block. There is junk food everywhere. There's always access to food and people are eating all the time. The problem is when you eat all the time, every time you eat, insulin goes up. Insulin is the body um, uh, uh, message that tells you to store fat. Let's store energy. So when you eat, your body's storing energy. You might be exercising, but your body's still saying, no, we're going to store this energy right now. Great. So if you're eating around the clock, that's what you're doing. So nearly half the Americans in this country right now are pre-diabetic or diabetic. I was one of them. So it's because we're eating the wrong foods and we're just eating way too much and all the time. Okay. So when you stop eating at night, when do you stop? Like 9 p.m.? I try to, well, it depends what time you go to sleep. Right. Because you don't want insulin in your body while you're sleeping because you, you want to just let your body sort of relax and not have to digest the food. Okay. So I try to shut it off around six or seven. I go to bed about 10 or 11. Didn't used to be that way. I used to party all the time. Right, right. But. And then when do you get your first meal the next day? I eat around 12 or one o'clock. So you go from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. the next day, mm -hmm. no food. Yeah. Every night. Yeah, every night. So and if there's a hack in the morning. So if you, if you like, um, you know, MCT oil, coconut oil, these fats, they actually don't bump up your insulin. So you could have that. You know, some people are into the Bulletproof coffee. If you use the Bulletproof coffee in the morning, fats in there will kind of keep you satiated. So you're actually not hungry in the morning. So is that what you do? You use the MCT oil? I'm good on it now. Now I, I just, I, I have one plain cup of coffee in the morning. I don't eat until about one or so. And my body doesn't cr crave that anymore. Are you starving by the time no, you eat? No, I'm not. Wow. The thing is, if you're eating nutritious foods, uh -huh. like real food, like food that's not processed, like yeah. real vegetables that are organic, meats that are very clean, if you just stick with those things, uh, good fats, nuts, your your body will will already have what, exactly what it needs and you won't get hungry. The problem is if you're eating a lot of processed foods and sugar, that drives up the insulin. When that it, when all that blood sugar goes into your cells, which makes you fat, mm -hmm. um, you're going to start to get hungry again. So that's how the hunger cycle starts. Wow, that is so crazy. Okay, so then we do the intermittent fasting. And by the way, guys, there's a ton of apps that you can download that have an intermittent fasting schedule on them. I actually used to do it and I loved it. And I stopped doing it recently just because my, my life has just been so hectic, but they were great. And when I was doing intermittent fasting, I felt really great. And so you can download tons of apps that have intermittent fasting. So then when you, okay, so first meal of the day, what are we looking at? Like First breakfast. meal of the day for, for me? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be about lunch, lunch right? Time, yeah. And it's just a good plate of clean vegetables and a very clean source of meat. So you know, could be salmon, could be, you know, a, a nice uh, lean uh, strip of steak. Uh-huh. And, and no carbohydrates. I try to avoid that because I've got a history. Tired. Well, I have diabetes or I you had diabetes. Have, oh, okay. I had diabetes, but diabetes can be reversed. Wow. Right? Diabetes can be reversed when you take out, when you, when you fast. You know, the ketogenic diet is also good for diabetes, but you have to remove the processed foods and the sugar from your diet. What about people like me who are hypoglycemic? How do we do this? Because I start to shake if I don't get enough sugar. Like I literally, like I tried to do like- Did you check your blood sugars at that time though? No. Are you actually, probably is, is your blood normal. sugar actually low? 
I mean, it'd be good, good to check. I to start see if, shaking because mm-hmm. I'm like so hot. Like I get like I need. And then as soon as I eat a banana or something, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. It's really strange. It might not be bad to get like a you know finger stick glucose. And if you get that way, let's just see if it's the sugar that's making you, um, you know, start to shake. Because yeah. there's too much sugar that my body just wants the sugar. Yeah. Can that happen? So you're not actually well, hypoglycemic? Cer- yes. yes, certainly. If you're hypoglycemic, you, you will start to shake. Yeah. But, you know, we we don't really, really know. I wouldn't necessarily diagnose you with, okay. with that just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing is like I try to do the like keto and I try to do the, like the no sugar, low sugar, that kind of thing. Yeah. And no matter how much I eat of the like, vegetables and meat, I start shaking. Oh, interesting. And then as soon as I eat something with sugar, like a banana or a little sip of Coke or something, I'm fine. Mm. it's weird or have a little hard candy. Like it's so strange. Yeah, like, I'd like I have to, to dive into things. that. We could ch- talk, talk offline. We could figure yeah. this out, but I don't think it's the sugar if you're eating. Yeah. yeah. And I'm eating. Yeah. It's really strange. Um, okay. So that's so interesting. So you'll have just like vegetables, meat, you know, if you're vegetarian, you can have like tofu or yeah, t- tofu. There are, you know, good sources of, of protein that are out there. I personally the beyond think- meat stuff. Uh, I personally, well, you know, beyond meat is processed. So, I mean, oh. even if you're vegetarian, I would try to go as raw as you can. Just, just stick with, with foods that have not been adulterated. Okay. You know? Wow. So <laughs> that sounds gnarly. <laughs> okay. So that's so insane. So you lost 40 pounds just, and then you exercise, you, you have your, your lunch, you exercise and then you have dinner. Yeah. And I, you know, I also did a anti-aging longevity fellowship. And so I take a, a full look at my labs. I'm seeing where my hormone levels are, yeah. all, where my nutrient levels are. Are there any heavy metals in, in my body? And I optimize all of those. Wow. And, and so I, I run a, a, a men's clinic as well uh, to optimize people's hormone, put people on peptides and supplements. Wow. Uh, so do you believe in that like human growth hormone and that kind of stuff? Do you use that? Uh, the HGH I, or whatever. It's I would called. probably say in older adults. Okay. If they're How symptomatic, old are we talking? we're talking over sixty-five. There are actually things that you can do. There are certain peptides that people can take that will actually stimulate your body to produce a little bit more growth hormone. I wouldn't people. I wouldn't necessarily put somebody on human growth hormone earlier on because it will suppress your body's ability to create your own. Okay, so your body naturally creates human growth hormone. Yeah, and as you age, unfortunately, you it, know, diminishes. it, it dimishes, diminishes, and it is a um it is a hormone for youth uh but there are ways to boost it naturally weightlifting will boost it naturally getting good sleep will boost it naturally right eating clean foods will boost it naturally and then and then there are peptides that you could take that 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 will help what are peptides so peptides are very tiny little molecules like you know um peptides is just you know small fragment of a protein we've got tons of proteins in our body all these different proteins do different functions you know insulin is a protein you know is, is actually a peptide so uh, peptides are just small little protein fragments that mimic the activities that would, um, you know, that, that have bodily function. So some peptides help boost growth hormone. Some peptides are good for erections. Some peptides are good, you know, for, for collagen healing. Some peptides are good for inflammation. So there's t- tons that are out there. Can you take them at any age, peptides? Yeah, they're generally safe at any age. So, okay, because I read that like human growth hormone, like if you take too much of it, it can be bad for you. So it's like, how do you know like what to take and what not to take? So a peptide, like if I want to take like a collagen peptide, Mm -hmm. so you say, women, we lose collagen. 
a lot as mm-hmm. we get older and that's what makes us look older. So what's like a collagen peptide is what's what well, you could actually take collagen. So there's a, just there's, take collagen. Yeah. But it does it work. Cause I read somewhere else that like you just taking collagen, it has to be a specific type. It can't be. Yeah. You want to take collagen. You also want to take vitamin C with it because the vitamin C actually a- activates the collagen to link together. Okay. Yeah. But, but it's, it doesn't matter what co- type of collagen it is, or do you have to take a specific type? Because I saw some was like, it doesn't absorb it if it's like, plant collagen or something like that. I don't know. I was trying to figure out. I'm not too sure of the specifics there. For collagen. Okay. But you want to take vitamin C with it to make sure it boosts it. That's so interesting because I know my my husband's a little older, but it's so funny because my husband's really thin Mm -hmm. and he's 58. And I always was like, why is he so thin? Mm -hmm. But now that I'm sitting here listening to you talk about. We can take a look at his labs. Well, he, but you know why? Because he does the intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. He eats one meal a day. Okay. That's, okay That's it. And he, and he, I mean, he's and not he has super, energy. he does. Yeah. I mean, he's not super active, okay. but he does have energy and, and he stays really thin, but he doesn't really have to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so crazy. But I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, Oh, cause he's like not really eating that much. You know what I mean? And he's doing the intermittent fasting unknowingly, you know, like he's like, I'm full. And then he'll go like a whole 12 hours without eating again. And then he'll be hungry. Um, and you know, I'm we're not perfect. I try to eat like very little meat. I try to eat pretty clean, a lot of fruits and vegetables and things like that. So, but I have a really big sweet tooth. Uh. So what is something that I can eat that is going to give me, and I know you might not even have the answer for this, but I love cake. I love chocolate. I know. I love brownies. I love ice cream. Yeah. Well, what can I eat? I'm like, I gotta try to have the ketogenic versions of those, but the key, even with that, you know, there's keto brownies, keto cupcakes and things like that. It's the key is there's still maybe a little bit of sugar in there. So it's the amount that you're actually eating. So if you reduce, I would say use the ketogenic form, but also, you know, limit the amount that you do. I used to have a sweet tooth as well. And I just reach for something else. I'm always carrying around some sparkling water now. So, you know. This isn't a brock a brownie, okay? <laughs> I'm like, it's a brownie. It's a brownie. It's a brownie. I just keep lying to myself. I smell brownies and drink this. I can't. You know what? One time I drank a ketogenic milkshake yeah. and then I started shaking after. Why yeah. is that? Because my, like, w- my insulin rose because it thought it was getting sugar and then it didn't get sugar. I don't know. I started shaking. Something might be wrong with me. Every time you drank that or you only drank that once? I only drank it one no time, time and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get, it was one time when I wanted sweet, something sweet uh-huh. and I went to Erewhon and I saw keto milkshake in a little bag mm-hmm. with a straw and I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. It's chocolate. It was delicious. Inhaled it, drank the whole thing. 15 minutes later, I'm shaking and I can't stop shaking. Oh, and then I never tried a, a keto thing again because I was like, why am I shaking? I went in and I ate two bananas mm-hmm. and then I was fine. So you just need an emergency banana in your, <laughs> in your pocket all the time. Brittany is the banana in your pocket. I always have a Brittany <laughs> is that a banana in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? No, literally, that's me. I literally do carry a banana everywhere. My husband's like, chill. Like, what's up with that? I'm like, I don't know. I always have is a banana. My banana not enough. <laughs> my husband, dead. He's like, I'll give you a banana. I'm like, that kind doesn't make me feel better. I'm just kidding. Sometimes it does, but you know, I, I mean, it's hard. I don't know why. I'm, we'll talk privately about it because maybe sure, this yeah. is like a me issue. But okay, so people that do have a sweet tooth, you recommend trying just to eat keto. So you're like low carb lifestyle. I am. Yeah, that's I am like low. you're essentially it. Yeah, but I mean, you're so right because if anyone who's listening to this and wa- or watching this 
Every time like you eat, okay, so I haven't eaten anything yet today either. I'm on your program today, okay? okay? Hello, I'm like, mm, doctor's coming over, only yeah. water for me, yeah. just kidding. I'm like, I'm so healthy. Um, but no, so anyone who's watching this, I mean, here's the thing, like we naturally want to eat carbs and sugar, but think about how you feel after. When's the last time you ate a big bowl of pasta and said, I want to go out and do something. Exactly. Never. Right? It's so strange. Bagels in the morning. Oh, you, God. You know, you'll, the, the blood sugar will come. You might feel a, a quick little boost, but then you'll start to, you know, exhaust yourself all the time. Let me ask you right now, mentally. Okay. How do you feel, you know, not having eaten any, anything in the morning? I actually feel really good because I ate pretty late last night. Okay. I had, and I wasn't very good, doctor. I had boudin. Do you know what that is from Louisiana? Boudin. It's like a sausage stuffed with rice and pork. Ooh, and I don't normally eat meat, but my husband ordered it from Louisiana, so I had to have it. I had boudin, and I had that around like 9 p.m. So it's about 2 o'clock right now, guys, and I have not eaten anything, and I feel great. Yeah. I feel great, and I do tend to feel great, and I've told my other doctors this. I feel great until I eat. Yeah. Because then and, as and soon as I eat, I go, eat too. Exactly. I'm like, oh, and then I don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. How crazy is that? Pretty crazy, right? So like what? So normally I think if I would have eaten something like salmon or vegetables, I probably wouldn't have the ugh exactly. feeling, you know? You know, that ugh feeling you feel is your body going on a sugar high. And then when the insulin kicks in and, and all that blood sugar rushes into your cells that eventually turn into fat, um, you crash and you'll start to get tired and you'll start to crave again. Is there, okay, are there any like really true supplements out there that like are fat blockers that are like, oh, you take this and then you, if you eat something fattening, you, you won't get fat. Is there anything like there's that not, that's real? There's not, there's nothing like that, but there are some supplements um, that will help um, modulate your blood sugar response so that you, you know, the blood sugar response doesn't get so like uh, high. Okay. That's chromium, that's berberine. I've heard of these things. Yeah. Someone wrote to me the other day and told me to try berberine. Okay, so what's chromium? Chromium is a mineral that actually helps modulate your blood sugar so that, you know, you don't get those huge spikes. And can you take that every day? You can take chromium every day. Well, how much do you recommend? Uh, chromium, I believe the dose is like 50 or five. Don't quote me on that. I won't. We'll, 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 we'll go off, offline. We'll offline, yeah. but so, so you take, look into it for chromium for you. Talk to your doctor. And what's berberine? I've heard of that. Yeah, berberine is a natural herb that also helps maintain your blood sugar levels so that they, they don't go up. So- um, I put that, you know, in, in the supplements that, that I give to the guys, chromium and berberine are, are in there because I noticed this for, for a lot of aging men, hypertension or high blood pressure, atherosclerosis or blockages in, in their blood vessels, you know, um, low energy and prediabetes are all, are, are something. Most of these guys, these, these guys that want performance and want to live a long time, they're coming, you know, to me for those issues. So in the supplements that I give them, um, the berberine, the chromium's in there. And you brought me supplements today. I brought you, yeah. This is called Thrive, Thrive State is the name of your book and your podcast. And Thrive State, this is immunity. Mm -hmm. And let's see what we have in here. This is the immunity one. It has vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, quercetin. I don't even know. Quercetin. That What's that? Yeah, so quercetin is an antioxidant, very powerful antioxidant. Okay. So I designed this because, uh, you know, when COVID hit last year, oh, I had yeah. a partner who was pregnant. Uh -huh. I had some elderly parents at home and I, I still also do some hospital work. I, I, I work uh, two, three days a week at UCLA at the hospital dealing with COVID patients. Okay. And I wanted to give myself the best shot at, you know, at keeping my immune system uh, uh, good. And so um, 
I researched all the ingredients that were in there. There's medicinal mushrooms, vitamin C. I D, see that and I love, I love mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms are very helpful. Yeah. So whenever Not- you feel like you're getting a cold or if you, you feel like you're going to be entering, you know, like a plane area or something like that, pop four of those and you're good. Okay. But I don't have a great reaction to vitamin D or zinc. What happens to you? I don't, I start shaking. Something's you wrong with me. With everything. I'm all, You're always shaking. I'm just like, just carry a banana with you. <laughs> no, but I'm literally like, something's wrong. Like I get like anxiety attacks oh. and panic attacks. I can't drink any caffeine. Mm-hmm. I can't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I can't have like, I, I have to be very careful. Mm. So unless it has something in it to like counteract the vitamin D and zinc, I have a weird reaction to. I, so I start strange. having anxiety attacks and my heart starts beating really hard. Have you heard that from anyone? I have never heard that from anyone. Oh, that's great. That's I'm glad I'm a fucking anomaly over here with my fucking problem. You're like, take this. It'll make you feel better. I just killed myself. And then there's turkey tail in this. What does that do? Yeah, so turkey tail is a medicinal mushroom. Oh, that, I'm cool. thinking it's a real turkey's tail. I'm like, oh, <laughs> poor turkey. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the wish is formal. <laughs> yeah, just like going around stealing turkey's tails. I'm like, doctor, what are you doing? You're just in people's barns at night, snipping the tails <laughs> right, off. Right. Yeah, and there's a rat tongue in there. Oh as my well. God. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm kidding. So this is great. This is the immunity formula. Yeah. And you sell this one on your website? Yeah, it's on thrivestatemd.com. Thrivestatemd. It sounds fact, like a show. If, if you want uh, 20% off, Thrive20, use that code. Uh, use the code Thrive20, guys. Yeah. Get 20% off the Thrive State Immunity. And then you also brought me, what is this one? No, this, that's the oh, same, the same thing. Okay, so this is what you do, the immunity thing. And for girls and guys, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and totally great. Um, So I love that. So you work in the hospital and we're talking about the COVID situation. You're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. because I'm scared. Yeah, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm scared of getting the vaccine. Tell me why I shouldn't be scared. Well, tell me why you're scared. Okay. I'm scared because I have really bad allergies. Okay. And I have bad reactions to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I don't know what it is. And doctors like will run tests on me and be like, you know, but I literally like my blood pressure will go up. My heart rate will go up. Like I just get really, I have bad reactions to, mm. I mean, even just food. To, yeah. to, so I have to be careful. Like I avoid certain foods and, you know, and just regular the weather. Like I have to take Zyrtec every day. So I'm scared. I'm going to take it and I'm going to have an allergic reaction and die. I see. I see. So, I mean, uh, there are some very, very low risk type of reactions. I mean, right. people with very bad allergies um, should think twice and should tell their doctors yeah. and they should stick around the hospital. You know, they should stick around the testing center yeah. or the vaccination center a little bit longer if they're going to be doing it because, you know, it, you, it, never it, know. It, you, you never know if your body just might react. For most people, after you get the shot, you should stick around for 15, 30 minutes. For people with ha- that have additional allergies and, and prone to allergies, they, they should stick around a little longer. By and far, the... Um, you know, the really bad side effects are, are very, very minimal. Uh-huh. Um, and those are blood clots and things like that. Yeah. And so, is that for people that have thin blood or clotting disorders? Cause I actually have that, um, this, this, this blood disorder that they like thought I had cancer and I went to an oncologist and they said that I just don't have sticky enough platelets. Mm-hmm. So my platelets don't. Oh, so you bleed easily. I bleed. Well, that should, well, well, maybe that will make you not clot very easily <laughs> okay, because so, you bleed easily. So it's, good, so it's okay for me because it's for people that have thick blood or yeah, something. Yeah, and even with a clotting disorder, let's remember there was like maybe six patients over, you know, what, what like six million doses uh-huh. of it. So um, the chances of that happening are, are very, very low and it's not necessarily causative. Um, and in fact, that only happened with one of the vaccines, the Johnson and Johnson right, vaccine. Right, I heard, yeah. Um, so they put it on pause for a little bit and they, they did, you know, additional research and it's now unpaused. 
uh, because you know they didn't find a causative type of relationship between that. And, and what did you, which one did you get? I got the Pfizer one. I, I was probably know. one of the first uh, to get it because you know I'm, I'm a, a doctor, a healthcare worker. Did you yeah. get COVID? I never got COVID. Good for you. Yeah, and yeah. you worked in the hospital? I worked in the hospital. Well, I mean, the supplement. Here's the other thing, too. You know, this is what I talk about in my book. Okay. If you want longevity, if you want peak performance, and what are we talking about performance? We're talking about mental performance, physical performance, sexual performance. Whoa. Right? You want all of those things. Um, it's not the supplements that you really take. You know, um, I'm not going to get into the details of the book, but basically, right. the things that, that make our cells perform at its best when our cells perform at their best you get all of those things you get oh. you know peak perf mental performance sexual performance right we want our cells to perform at the very very best and how do our cells perform that way well imagine this imagine there being uh, an aquarium right and all the fish in the aquarium are our cells they're swimming in it right now if our if we want the fish to be the very very best fish that it's going to possibly be we want that water to be very very pristine so it's the environment of those cells that actually make up how they perform. You provide the cells with the right environment, the cells actually on a moment to moment basis, the, our DNA talks to that environment that actually you know, um, tells our cells how to behave. So some people think, oh, okay, you need to take medications to, to fix your, no, you don't. You have to provide the right environment. And the cool thing is this, the environment that we give to ourselves, 95% of it is the stuff that you and I can actually provide that environment on a day-to-day -day basis. That's sleep, nutrition, movement, stress and emotional mastery, our relationships, our thoughts and our mindset, and our sense of purpose. All those energetically actually provide an energetic soup around ourselves that gives ourselves the instructions. So if you focus on those seven things, you will have optimal health, longevity, and peak performance. See guys, your your cells don't want to swim around in Bob's Burgers all day, okay? They don't want to <laughs> swim around in McDonald's, you know, and right. milkshakes and fries. Like that doesn't sound like what kind of fish would survive in that? None. Like exactly. I'm going to put you into this frosty <laughs> this Oreo frosty water and see how you do. Like no one wants that. Like it's I totally get that actually. Yeah. That's so interesting to think about our body as and a lot of people don't think about our body like that, but our body's like a car, right? I mean essentially if you keep putting shitty gas into it, it's not going to run. Yeah. It's going to have problems. It's going to break down, you know, like our bot, your body is a, you know, everything you put in there, alcohol, which is poison, you know, um, whatever drugs, you know, medicines, you know, and not saying medicines are bad. Obviously some medicines are very important. Um, but, but you know what you put into it, it has to be something that's going to help it, not something that's going to hurt it. Chocolate yeah. donuts don't help your body run. You know, our, unfortunately. Cells, our cells basically have two directions. If you just leave, if the cell has everything it needs, you know, you just look at the cell. They, they are amazing and they, they do everything in our body. Right. But mm -hmm. you give it what it needs. It's just going to heal itself. Wow. But if you don't give it what it needs, then the cell goes into a danger response, all right? When the cell goes into a danger response, your body, you know, what happens to you when you run away from a saber-toothed tiger? Your blood starts to thicken because if it bites you, you don't want to bleed to death, right? So your blood actually starts to thicken. Does it really do that? Yeah. Whoa, I feel like a, a X-Men. <laughs> what also happens? to thicken as you're like running from a, yeah. except for mine. mine what also happens, what, ha what also happens is blood gets diverted to your skeletal muscles and away from your kidneys, away from your gut. And all the regular, you know, bodily functions your body needs. Well, it, 
you don't need to digest when you're running away from a saber-toothed tiger, right? Well, so then all those things aren't working very, very well. What ha- what also happens? Well, why need an immune system? So when cortisol levels go up, your immunity drops because, hey, if you're running from a saber-toothed tiger, who cares about fighting cancer or an infection, right? You might just die. So check this out. When you are angry at somebody running you, um, running ahead of you on the road, if you're pissed off at your partner for whatever reason, all those emotions of anger, fear, resentment, hate, all that stuff is your body thinking you're also running away from a saber-toothed tiger. That puts your, your cells in that energetic state of stress and survive. That's what drives chronic disease. Back when I was somebody who was an immigrant to this country, not thinking I was enough, um, not liking the color of my skin or who I was, uh, I was carrying that energy. And it was no wonder when you're, when you're carrying that energy, you're going to live bad, bad habits and bad lifestyle. I had that. So that's why five years ago, overweight, diabetic, hypertensive, that's where the disease was. Once you start to awaken from that and give the cells exactly what, the, what it needs, you can reverse a lot of these conditions. God bless. I love that. And that's so true because I was talking to my psychiatrist about this and he's like, you live in fight or flight. And I'm like, right. I have a lot of cellulite. I'm not a heavy girl, but I have a lot of cellulite. I have, I carry a lot of like extra visceral fat on my body because my cortisol levels are always through the roof because I'm always in fight or flight mode because I'm always panicking or I'm nervous or I'm scared. I'm always trying to like find a way to release that and get that down. And I'm actually really proud. I haven't had an actual panic attack in months. It's been so great. I'm so happy. Go me. Woo! Because... I've been doing so much. I mean, I'm meditating. I take CBD, which I love. I I try to do a lot of like natural things. I, you know, my husband puts on like really tranquil music and we'll just lay there at night without, yeah. you know, distracting ourselves. And there's just so many little things you can do eating better. You know, when I tried, when I normally do want like cookies or whatever, like I try to like reach for something healthier and that kind of thing. And I do notice you know, um, I'm doing so much better just because of constantly all of these things and reprogramming my brain and retraining the way I think, you know, is instead of like a negative thought coming into my mind and me going like, I'm going to, you know, focus on this negative thought. I try to think of the opposite, you yeah. know, cause people tend to always think like, what if this happens in the bad way? Not like, what if this happens in a good way? Yeah. You know what I mean? We're programmed, you know, our, our body wants to keep us safe. Yeah. So, you know, most of the thoughts that are in our mind, 70 to 80% of it are going to be negative. And the thing is, the thought itself isn't going to have a physiological effect. But if you focus on that and you start to really feel that in your body, mm-hmm. again, it's it's thinking that the saber-toothed tiger is there and all those bodily reactions. And that over an extended period of time drives chronic disease. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back on the Worst First podcast with Dr. Kian Boo. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, we're back. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Does it go pee pee? No, I'm just kidding. I don't let him. I don't let anybody go to the bathroom. I just like take a quick break and come right back. Um, okay, so we were talking about you know longevity, health, and things like that. So I'm learning recently. I was reading about telomeres. Yeah. Do you want to tell everybody about kind of what telomeres yeah, are? Sure. Okay. So telomeres are these little end caps of your DNA. Okay. So your DNA is basically all the g- genetic material that we have in our body that gives us our bodies the instructions for us to be who we are, right? They are capped by these things called telomeres. Now, every time a cell divides, your DNA has to separate. And then and then there's these uh, things called DNA polymerase that latches on these strands and they'll start to replicate each side. Now, if your telomeres get shorter, what happens is that every time the cell divides, you could potentially lose some genetic information. So your telomeres actually protect your DNA. Right. So they are correlated. Your telomeres are correlated with actually longevity. So the longer your telomeres are, the longer your cells will live and the longer you will live. I want long telomeres. Tell us how. Well, Tell us how, doctor. <laughs> it's always the length of the telomere. Yes. In, in that case, Everybody yes. always wants long telomeres dead. <laughs> okay. So how do we get the long telomeres? Well, it turns out that the, the things that shorten telomeres the most is stress. Well, I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> Well, there goes my, (laughs) great. Anything else I can do? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. And it turns out like people that have these, you know, they, they, they call these ACE scores, which is adverse childhood events. You know, if, if your, if your parents had, you know, a lot of fighting, there was drugs in the family and things like that. If you had that score really high, it's associated with shorter telomeres. Great. Um, Love that for me. Well, but you know, th- there are things that we can do to start to, you know, understand, you know, heal our childhood traumas okay, and us. things like that. How do we know? fit? How do kids, when we take something for the telomeres? 
There are some things that we can take. There are some very expensive supplements that are out there that, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, they work to extend the base pairs a little bit. So I would probably say that if you were Bill Gates, go ahead, spend it on it. But if how much are we talking here? I think I think that supplement is probably like two thousand dollars a year or something. What? Yeah. Like how much a bottle? Almost like like four six hundred dollars a bottle or something. What? Yeah. Okay, what is it so called? I, I, I Do we know? Yeah, that one's called TA sixty five. I've heard of it. Oh, okay, yeah. TA sixty five, yeah. and what? And it lengthens your telomeres. Yeah, it helps pre- preserve your telomeres. Well, what what else can you do to preserve your telomeres? Exercise. You could have meaningful relationships. I'm just going to take the you, pill. You, you could smile all the time. You're like, damn it. I'll spend the $400. Yeah. Meaningful relationships. Get out of here, doctor. I'm just kidding. Okay, TA65. Okay, relationships. Yeah, so exercise. Everything, actually, everything I say in my book, okay, all you those tell us seven all about things this. again, all those seven things will actually lengthen your telomeres. I love that. Okay, but uh, what, okay, how much Free. exercise are we talking here? Because listen, I'm yeah. active. Yeah. ADHD doesn't sit down. My husband goes, you're a busy bee. You're constantly like, I'm cleaning. I see a, a mark on the mirror and I go back and clean it. Like I'm mm-hmm. very OCD as well. So yeah. I'm constantly like up and about. Yeah, I'm not sedentary. Moving. I'm Great. always moving, mm-hmm. but I'm not running on a treadmill. Okay. Does it matter? Like what kind of exercise are we talking about? Do I have to like lift weights? Do I have to run on a treadmill? Movement is better than in non-movement. So, I mean, for the, for most of America that are sitting like, you know, working watching this all podcast. day, watching it, this podcast, you're, you're not running while you're watching I this podcast. I hope you're running when you're watching this. I hope you guys you're not are pumping running. iron while you're watching this podcast. Yeah. I hope you guys are lifting mad weights right now because we're all about to fucking, this is crazy. Okay. Uh, well, so just no moving moving like as much as you can is better than not moving. So okay, what good. you're doing is great. Thank you. But, um, you know, building lean muscle is also, um, really, uh, associated with longevity. How do I build lean, lean muscle? Uh, resistance training. So you can do some, you know, free body, you know, weights. Like you know, light I, weights. Not I don't want to look like Hulk Hogan. You know, that look like, you know, maybe some pushups, some sit-ups. Do some pushups. Ted, what is yeah. this? The military? Right <laughs> Down. Oh my God, I die. Okay. All right. So I need to, so it's okay as long as we're moving. Yeah. As long as Even we're moving Even if you're every not day. like, you know, so pumping what iron. I, so my routine is I try to get a sprint in every week. Oof. All right. Yeah. Um, that just like, you know, uh, causes your body to, to go to maximal effort. Okay. So it actually, you know, uh, that's a hormetic effect, meaning it stresses your body a little bit, but you know, it, it it's really, really good. How for long body. do you sprint for? I just sprint for like 15 seconds as fast as I can go. Oh, I can do that. Take a little break and, and do that like 10 times, one time a week. Um, I am in the gym working with Eric, the trainer uh, uh, in Hollywood um, about three, four days a week. Okay. And then I'm also just trying to move a little bit every day. So, Good. you know, in the hospital on my desk, I'll just sit, I'll just stand up and do a little bit of squats just, just to make sure you're moving. Okay, yeah. so just keep because I was looking on your page and you and guys, we're going to get into his worst first. Don't worry, I just have so many questions. And I was looking on your page and you were saying on your Instagram page, which is at Doctor at Doctor Kian Vu, Kian Vu, which is K I E K I E N V U U M D at Doctor Kian Vu M D is the Instagram page, and you have lots of great tips and advice on there. So I, I'm tagging him. Obviously, you guys can go follow him, but. I read on there that you said that being inactive is just as bad as smoking. It is. What the heck? Look, I mean, our our ancestors were made to move, right? To run so, from wildebeest. Exactly. We need to move every day. So when you move, um, so first of all, our heart helps pump blood out, right? right? It actually doesn't help pump blood back into the heart. 
guess how blood gets back to the heart? We need to move. Oh. So when you don't move, that blood doesn't get there. Now, there's this other space that's right next to our veins and next to our blood vessels called the lymphatic space. Right. That's when all the additional junk from your body gets like filtered out through this, these lymphatics. Guess how that moves? That also moves when you move. So if you're not moving and you're sedentary, all this junk and, and things will circulate around your, your body. You know, so so you need to you need to move get up and day. go yeah. for a walk, even yeah. if it's just a, a fifteen minute walk with your yeah, challenge dog yourself, or your like park pig. at the end. You know, you get pissed off because there's there's, there's, there's you know there's somebody's no taking spots. your parking yeah. spot. Say yes because now you get to walk a little longer. That's great. Right? I, even those little things. Actually, I saw a news thing on that one time where a lady was like eighty years old and she was in great shape, and they were like, "How do you stay in great shape?" And she's like, "I always park at the back of the parking lot and walk into the store." And it's done it for years and she's like that's my walk and i'm like oh okay well i mean it could help right yeah so that's so interesting okay well at least i'm like a busy body and i am like up around the house and i am constantly clean i'm gardening like i'm not like jogging but i'm active so as long as you're not just sitting on your ass you're okay you just got to stay active yeah, keep, so keep it stay active keep it moving right keep it moving get some sunlight and get yeah. that ta 60 ta 65 ta 65 get that 400 is there any danger to taking that uh not that i'm aware okay great yeah. i'm gonna take yeah. it dad okay. next time you see me i look seven i'm like hi doctor i'm just like four years old again um okay so i want to talk about your worst okay and this was this is a sensitive subject mm -hmm. okay but also you have a lot of worse i'm sure because you came over from worse. yeah where did you come where did what country so did you i was from? a boat refugee from vietnam our, our, you came from vietnam yeah wow right i heard vietnam vietnam's war. beautiful yeah you know I, I was persecuted against when i got there because you know all my passport is a saigon uh -huh. right? and that city doesn't exist obviously when the communist took over saigon became a Ho Chi Minh City. Oh. So I went to visit Hanoi and here I was, I don't speak Vietnamese. My, my parents are actually Chinese and I speak Cantonese. So I get there, I I don't speak the language. They're like, okay, what's this Saigon person here? And they, they try to de detain me. when I try in, to go Vietnam? To, in Vietnam? When you went there for vacation? Yes. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, oh I my know. God, this is a worst. Here's my homecoming. I heard right? Hanoi is beautiful. It's beautiful. So yeah. how did you get out of that situation? Well, I think after, you know, you, you played dumb enough and uh, they're like, all right, this guy. You're like, I'm an American. I don't know. Yeah. yeah like exactly. they did it, not me. That's crazy. So they let you go. Yeah. And did you enjoy your time there? Oh, yeah. It was the very, cultures there is very interesting. The food's beautiful. Yeah. And, and the thing is, um, you know, I was talking to the people there. They were actually, they're very disappointed that America left. You know, they were really hope they were really hoping that, you know, that maybe, you know, uh, Vietnam would be. Um, like, you know, the British was to, to Hong Kong, mm -hmm. but America would be the same for Vietnam. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of corruption, uh, you know, after America left. That's so sad. Yeah. I know they're trying, like my ex-boyfriend shot a movie there and he said like he was trying to bring more Americans there to show them how beautiful it is mm -hmm. and how untouched the land is. And it's just like, you know, the people are so happy to have Americans yeah. there. And okay, so that's dramatic. And then you came over here. How old were you? I was two. So I was on a boat for you eight were a months. baby. I was a baby. On a boat yeah. for eight months. Do you remember any of that being two years old? I, I don't. I don't I mean, have any dark memories. My, my, I, I just have a four month year old daughter now oh, and my mom was like you know what you were this size when we took you on that boat oh and i can i could only imagine you know my baby now like how do you how do you have a baby on this boat where there's no nutrition and the sanitation was crap how did they I eat was, i was the only infant that survived they they ate rice every day 
Right. They, they just fed people rice every day. And there was a lot of people that died of dysentery. There was people that fell off the boat. Um, and so your parents saw this? They saw How old were they? They were uh, 30 at the time. And they were a couple? They were a couple. And they had you? They had me. And, you, and so they were coming to America to make a better life. Yeah. And this boat was a two-month trip. Well, yeah. So it actually sailed to the Philippines, but there was no room in the Philippine refugee camp. So we were docked at Manila Bay for two months. For Sorry, eight months on the boat. And then we were in a Philippine refugee camp. We were in a Philippine refugee camp for three months. And then we were sponsored to America by a Catholic church. Aww. And one would think, hey, you know, as a kid, you survived dysentery. You're the only infant that survived. You, you know, you must be very grateful to be in this land of the American dream. But, you know, you watch TV, you didn't see any kid that looked like me. And, you know, I also got bused to a, uh, a more affluent area for school. So not, not a lot of Asians there. I'm constantly being made fun of my accent, told to go home you know, the stinky food my mom cooked and all that type of stuff. So I grew up with a lot of, you know, I didn't like. Kids were mean to you. Yeah, kids were you mean, didn't right? like being Asian. I didn't like being Asian, right? You always wanted I, to be. I, I remember like, you know, I was asked to do the the, the Pledge of Allegiance once at school. And, um, and this was before I got busted to the affluent school and there were still immigrants in that school. So I, I told myself, I'm not going to speak, you know, I'm never going to speak with an accent. You know, I was so ashamed of the Asian accent. In fact, I remember at the age of five, I probably sounded like Sean Connery or something like that. Because you were I trying to sound like just the like flag. the whole whitest yeah. person ever. Exactly. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. But now you embrace it, right? I, I, I certainly embrace it now. I think that, you know, that goes for everybody. It's finding that, finding out who you really, really are. Yeah. Being the most authentic version of yourself. That brings you back to joy. That brings you back to who you are. And, you know, I talk about that in the book, too becoming who you are, becoming the most authentic version of yourself will free you of chronic disease because when you are ashamed of who you are, when you live a life that's incongruent to you, that brings on that stress and that stress brings on disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Wow, so your worst was just like your childhood growing up and yeah. trying to be somebody else. Like yeah. you wanted yeah. to be a white person, right. which is so boring. Everyone's well, <laughs> no flavor. It's like, why have a saltine when you can have a delicious cracker with flavor? You know what I mean? <laughs> like white people are so boring in my opinion. But anyway, I, I mean, so so I'm glad now that you finally are like, you seem so happy and like 
fulfilled and you seem like you're on such a good well it's been a lot of work well, and, a lot and, and of it's work. a continuous journey too. yeah yeah it's a continuous yeah. journey um and then you had another worst where you said as a doctor yeah. which is so sad and i i can't imagine how this is is like I, I mean no matter what even if you're the best doctor in the entire world you're gonna lose people because people die that's yeah. you know no matter what you do at some points you know some people are just it's their time right yeah so what was the how, who was the first person that you lost and do you remember yeah, exactly? Yeah, yeah. So this this was in a fellowship. So I was in the last year of my training. We were doing a surgery on somebody. He kept coming in because he was coughing a lot. He had these abnormal blood vessels in his lung uh, because he had tuberculosis, and because of that, they you know it constantly grew, and you know he would come into the hospital every couple of months because you know he would just be coughing up blood. And what I do in my specialty again is we use medical imaging. So we were able to you know, use a small little tube, drive up to the blood vessels that are bleeding and then put small little plugs in there. Yeah, yeah. put little small little plugs. Well, unfortunately, all these blood vessels were connected to each other and also connected to arteries that fed to the brain. And so some of the particles actually left, um, went up to, into the brain and he stroked out and he didn't wake up from his surgery. And, but that uh, was the only way to treat him? Yeah. So he was, you know, he was, Probably pretty close already. Probably, you know, having a very, very, you know, hard time coming to the hospital. How old was he? He was like 80 something, oh. you know? I mean, so. Isn't I mean, tuberculosis like not a thing people get anymore? We are, people still get it. We we do have, you know, better treatments for it now. I thought we had like, yeah, like I thought we had a vaccine for it or something. Or not vaccine, but, but, but we do have like, a, you know, what we call um, quadruple therapy, which is, you know, a combination of some antibiotics that people take for tuberculosis, but there are still people in certain countries um, and certain social economic status that, that there's still TB. Wow. Yeah, so and, well, how do you, how do you get that? Is it from smoking? No, it's, um, you know, hanging out, poor sanitation, you know, um, and, uh, you know, hanging out with people that have TB. Oh, yeah. really? You can catch it from people? Yeah, you, you, you can catch it from people. Like, again, so probably... Poorer countries, you know, uh, places you know, with, with poor sanitation. Yeah. TB is still around. I didn't so. know that. I know there was like a huge tuberculosis issue in the United States many years ago, right? Like everyone was getting tuberculosis and dying like back in the day. It, w it was a very, very big problem. And there was a vaccine that was developed in, in different parts of the country, not, not the U.S. But uh, yeah, I don't see many, many cases no. now, but uh, it still happens. So that was sad. Like sure. he, was, he, was he in the hospital when he had the stroke? Yeah, he was in the hospital. He didn't wake up from it. Yeah. He just went in. So he went into the surgery, stroked out during surgery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So that was the first guy you lost. Yeah. Oof, that's sad. Yeah. And how do you how did you deal with that? Like, do you believe in an afterlife or do you? I do now. Yeah, I do now. I, you know, I, I feel like energetically we're always touching people, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, maybe our interaction today, I, I leave you you different somehow mm -hmm. and you leave somebody different somehow. Mm -hmm. So that energy always, you know, hangs, hangs about whether, you know, somebody's energy, I, I, f I feel like energy is never really truly, you know, destroyed. It's always around. No, so it's, it's always going to affect something else. So I feel like there's that part that's there. Um, and if you live a life of purpose, then your legacy is really all the people you get to touch along the way. Love that, yeah. and and being a doctor, you've been around a lot of people who have been dying, right? Yeah. And has there been ever a time where you saw or hear, heard them say something to someone who wasn't in the room, or you know, when they were dying, did they do anything that made you think like, oh my gosh, who are they talking to? Or no, but 
after, you know, I've treated a lot of cancer patients before too. And I started a nonprofit called the Living End Project, which, you know, people got to share their cancer stories. One of the things I found most uh, amazing is that given this diagnosis, so many people embrace the fact that they had this diagnosis because for the first time they, they stopped to say, am I really living my life? Because the entire time I've been programmed to think life was going to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. I've never really, truly, truly lived my life. And, uh, and that's one of the things I learned most from, from people who are dying is you don't want to die with regret. Mm -hmm. Are you really, truly, truly living the life that you're meant to live? Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. I've loved having you here. It was this has be been here. so fun. I mean, we already did an hour. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so grateful to ha hear all the information and the knowledge and everything like that. And people can go to thrivestatebook.com. Book, thrivestatebook.com. Yeah. Or Thrive. go to Amazon or wherever books are sold, thrivestatebook.com. And this is so interesting. You're, one of your quotes on here, when asked what surprised him most about humanity, the Dalai Lama replied, man, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money, then he sacrifices his money to recuperate his health. So many. That's so powerful. Yeah. yeah. Because people all their whole lives were like, I just want to make money. I just want to make money. And then yeah. like you do anything to make money, like, you know, take Adderall to be more active yeah. and like work harder at your job and do this. And then later down the line, your body suffers because you worked so hard mm -hmm. and then you got to use your money to to pay for your, you know, what you did to your body. Yeah. And it's just kind of like this horrible cycle. Start huh? the other way around. Yeah. Start the other way around. Learn from me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like live, live, live fulfilled. And, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, that's so cool. I love that. That's such a great book. Okay, so thrivestatebook.com. Yeah, yeah. And you can get it on Amazon too. And then your regular website is just... Kianvu MD. Kianvu Actually, no. MD. It's just kianvu.com. Kianvu.com. And you do a podcast. Yeah. Is you do it every week? Yeah, it's every week. So it every week. Every Monday. Every Monday, the Thrive State podcast where you have people on and I saw you talk about everything. I mean, you share stories about... Yeah you know, patients, you share stories about people that teach you how to eat better and all, like, give me examples of yeah, some they're, more they're, of they're all, you know, health stories. We had, you know, Kyle Cison, who's a comedian, multiple comedy specials, wow. who's now a transformation expert. We had- What's a transformation uh, expert? Well, you know, he, he takes people really deep, you know, into, you know, what's hurting them most and like oh, wow. walks people through them. You should but really you check out like stuff. an anamorph. <laughs> You want to be a raccoon? Mm -hmm. I'll teach you how. That's amazing. Okay, so so you have all kinds of different. It's yeah, all, essentially all, health. It's, it's essentially health, but it mixes a little bit of media and entertainment in there because I, I feel like you know what, health can't be boring anymore no. because people just aren't going to care. Or health can't be boring and health can't be scary like like the way the news you know make, makes it out to be. I'm so interested. Right? Like I could ask you like a thousand more questions because because I'm so into it and I think a lot of my listeners are. We're always trying to be better and well, happy to come you back. You know, get healthy. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so Thrive State podcast mm -hmm. available across all podcast mm -hmm. platforms. Kianvu.com and your Instagram. Dr. Kian Vu, MD, at Dr. Kian Vu, MD. He's no tagged here. At Kian Vu, MD. Uh, just kidding. Or, at Kian you know. Vu, MD. He's tagged here. You guys can feel free to follow him. Go bombard his, uh, you know, inbox with questions. Maybe make an appointment. You have your own practice, like your own. I have a very small concierge group of of, of men that that I that I do, and then okay. For me to serve more people, the Thrive State, uh, we actually have an accelerator coming up. So it's a 10-week course that people can go get through to learn the, all the lifestyle stuff that they need to do to get into the Thrive State. And that okay. launches in two weeks. To get into the Thrive State yeah. of your life. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Wow. So you'll you're find gonna, out more on the website. You're going to do yeah. an accelerator course. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. You're like, you're like, uh, what's his name? The Hopkins guy. Um, not Hopkins. Tony Robbins. Sorry. You're oh. like Tony Robbins, Dr. Tony Robbins. I love that. Um, so that's great guys. So make sure to go check out Dr. Kian Vu on all of those platforms. Thank you so much for being here. So and thank you so much everyone for listening. We will be back next week with another episode of Worst First. Stay tuned. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.